Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. The topic of this webinar is going to be the inner game of the entrepreneur. So why do you need to get into like inner game and like uh, the mindsets of the entrepreneur? That's another way of calling, of calling it. You need to get into this because if you have your inner game, like if your attitude is complete shit and you believe you're never going to succeed, I can give you all the steps of what to do and you're just going to tell me doesn't work don't care you know like i don't like this uh business doesn't work the scam you know that's the inner game if that's the way you think it doesn't matter what i tell you in terms of like how to's because you will not believe it uh, I, I should say you like most people watching this um you're a little bit more advanced than the average joe on the street but i'm, I'm talking about in general terms about people um so what is the benefit for you personally if you're a little bit more advanced than that well you can get results faster basically you you know that work delivers results you have the belief um we have members in our mastermind who are like mm, i don't like this fuck this you know like we, we've had members like that and it took them a very long time to recover from that whereas the members who are like i just want to contribute to the world i just want to make things better i just want to achieve what i want to achieve for myself become happy so i can help other people we have members like that who have their inner game dialed down and they achieve results much faster so even though it may not be like my favorite topic because i don't like you know it, once you get to a certain level you i don't want to call myself like at a certain level but i guess i have to this time but once you get to a certain level you don't want to talk about the inner game anymore you just want to focus on implementation so i guess that's where i'm at but um, the, the thing is, most people, they need that. Most people, they're starting out. They're in the beginning stage of, uh, of entrepreneurship. They haven't been doing it for like eight years. So they need to have their inner game dialed a little bit more um, so they can uh, get results sooner, basically, and keep going and not like give up and stuff like that, you know? So uh, where I guess I'll tell you where I'm at right now. For me, things like giving up or uh, having no belief or like uh, thinking like what are some other living beliefs we're going to discuss. The uh, I'm not good enough or I am a failure or like I could lose everything. Uh, I won't. I don't want to feel alone. It's easier to have a job where you're around people like stuff like that. It doesn't even occur to you anymore once you've been in business for a few years but if if you know if you're just been doing it for like a year or half a year it's a very real fear that people deal with on a on a regular basis ah caffeine all right so what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about some kind of self-developing topics like the how shall I put it, self-image limiting beliefs, which is not really business related, but it's very close to business and, you know, it, it's close enough to, to talk about. Uh, and then I'm going to go into specific business related limiting beliefs, like about pricing, about um, competition, about credentials, 
resources like money and stuff like that okay so I'm also going to tell you a, a few stories probably you know usually I when I'm when I'm talking about this stuff I uh, tend to remember a bunch of stories because um, I, I obviously have notes from what I'm going to talk about but it's it's always more interesting to talk about stories as well also from um, I run a mastermind it's called the daily business hustle mastermind it's a kind of mentorship program where I coach people how to build a business so I see I have the privilege of seeing what works and what doesn't work on a daily basis and what I'm bringing you is really based on that it's not based so much on books it's not based so much on opinion I try not to have too strong of an opinion unless it's been validated by evidence in real world of coaching people of people who are starting a business uh, or my experience of course because I also started multiple businesses all right so we have people from uh, Colombia from Germany that's great <laughs> so at the end of the webinar also we're going to do a Q&A session so if you have any questions try, try not to fill the whole chat with questions yet because it's just gonna be easier if you ask them at the end and I'll answer them at the end um, I think that's better or actually with this small group it's only like not that many people we may as no you can ask questions anytime you want I'll interrupt the webinar to answer questions if necessary if it's relevant okay I don't promise every question will be answered though but if you want me to talk about something specific then you can actually already ask it just throw it out there it's fine um, usually I don't do this because if it's like a hundred people on the call Man, it's just like you can't read anything uh, in the middle while talking. I can't read and talk at the same time. <laughs> but if it's just like two people or three people asking a question, I can keep up with that. That's fine while talking. So let's just get started. Uh, that was the introduction, I guess. So, so um, let let me just go through my notes here. So I guess what what beliefs. So, so I guess every successful entrepreneur had to conquer many of these limiting beliefs, right? Before they could grow their business. And I already listed a bunch of them. So these beliefs may be even buried deep in your mind. Some people don't even acknowledge them. They're like, oh no, I'm perfect in every way. Well, okay, if you're perfect in every way, that's fine. I respect that, you're amazing. Um, but that's not true, <laughs> okay? No one's perfect in every way. I'm not perfect in every way. Um, you know, the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, they're certainly not perfect in every way. I've met some very successful entrepreneurs. I met a billionaire. I met people who make nine figures and stuff like that. They're not perfect in every way, okay? They're just human beings and they breathe, shit, sleep, and fuck like anyone else. And maybe not that order, but whatever. Like, they, they are just human beings. So we all have our flaws and we are working on them. So just accept that. That's the way it is. And I just want to say that in the entrepreneurship community, especially in the beginner entrepreneurship community, there's this huge ego that people have of themselves when they call themselves entrepreneur. And um, I talk to a lot of people who want to become an entrepreneur, okay? This is what I do. So I'll tell you this. Most people who have a huge ego, they're not actually making any money, all right? They're, they don't make a lot of money. You just have an ego and they can't actually pay for anything or actually invest they just talk about business 
and tell everyone how great there is and post like pictures of themselves next to a someone else's car you know so this is very common and this ego it will absolutely prevent you from getting results in business because the first potential client you're going to get you're going to come into the meeting or in the sales conversation you're going to be like uh, like thinking you're the shit but the guy he's been in business for like 10 years he can see straight through the bullshit right so if you're just starting out and you can't admit that you're just starting out and people can see that you're lying, guess what? You're never going to get sales. It's just not possible. So let's let's talk about a few limiting beliefs. Let's talk about the I'm not good enough limiting belief. So probably you're right. Probably you are not good enough. You know, like who is good enough? Uh, if you were good enough, you would already have whatever it is you're looking for or working towards, right? That would mean that you're good enough. <laughs> That's what my definition of good enough is. You already have what you want. And uh, the point is no one is instantly successful. No one's good enough in the beginning. It's a process. So when I started, I couldn't even shake a person's hand. I couldn't, like, I didn't understand sales. Um, I didn't even know how I was going to deliver the service necessarily in some in some cases. So therefore, one way to directly challenge this belief of I'm not good enough is to think I'll commit to consistently improve, becoming better at what I do. This is also the problem. Sorry, this is also the problem. If you're applying to jobs, they're asking what are your strengths and weaknesses, and they expect you to like list weaknesses. Well, I always in the training, you know, I got trained or whatever to do applications. I didn't go to that many, but um, I always did stuff like uh, I said, well, I, I don't believe in weaknesses. I believe in things I'm working on. And then I listed skills. I'm like, well, I'm working on sales. I'm working on net business networking. I'm working on establishing uh, uh, my own kind of crew of people who are working on the same kind of stuff. And, and they couldn't relate to me. Like these people at companies, who are offering jobs and stuff, they couldn't relate to that. They're like, what are you talking about? By weaknesses, we mean like communications or like, like, um, like whatever, you know, I don't even remember. It's been so long ago. So in business, you need to work on skills. You know, you don't, you don't list your weaknesses or work on your weaknesses. I don't believe in that. I believe in working on skills, developing skills so that, you have an advantage in the market. So you have more to offer than someone else, so you get paid more, okay? And uh, of course, you can sell better. Sales is life, life is sales. So um, yeah, so that that's why, that's I guess that's also one of the reasons why I never really got into the whole job thing. I got straight into business because I couldn't relate to, to the whole job stuff. I was like, you guys are crazy and they always try to put you in a little box and that is also one of the reasons, uh, yeah, that is the, the original reason I got into business when I was like uh, early 20s. So let's talk about another limiting belief. It's the um, I am a failure, okay? So if you were a failure, the way I look at it, you would be dead by now, okay? So that's what a failure is. You would be dead. As long as you're breathing and moving, even if you're old, like 89 years old, as long as you're breathing and moving, there is only one way to fail, and that is to stop trying to learn, okay? And now, that's actually pretty hard. <laughs> Have you ever tried stopping to learn? You 
don't read anything, you don't watch any videos, uh, you don't read books, you just, what, what really do you have to do to stop learning? It's pretty damn hard. Uh, maybe play video games all day. I guess that's one way to stop learning. But, you know, I guess you want to set the goals a little bit higher than that. Um, and since you're on this webinar, that already means you have set goals higher than that because that means you have the goal of starting a business already running a business, right? So anyone here, I can guarantee you, you're not a failure just by the fact that you're looking at this video. <laughs> um, so considering we are designed or, you know, we're, we're I, I don't want to say the word design. I, I guess cons considering our brain works in a way um, that's like it, it just forces you to learn non-stop you would actually have to interrupt your very nature interrupt to do it, 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 in order to attempt to do so okay so in order to attempt to stop learning you have to like stop being a human you have to pretty much die and the only sure why surefire way to do that is, is as i said dying uh it's never about failure but rather how you perceive the learning process so I guess that's a reframe, as they call it. So you look at it in a different way. So instead of looking at it as I'm a failure and maybe like someone in your family says, well, you're a failure. You should go get a job. Uh, I guess the reframe for that is I am a learner. I'm learning how to do this. You know, I'm maybe in the beginning stages. I may be an intermediate. Uh, maybe I already have a six-figure business, seven-figure business. But in any case, you're still learning, okay? So even famous entrepreneurs, they they will readily admit that of course I'm still learning like of course everyone's always learning because the world is changing so fast you have to learn and if you're not progressing you're going backwards basically that's the way the world is set up right now and that is a great great system for growth personally and for business um, so every failure I had in the past gave me knowledge and experience to achieve success and I'll be trying new things failing and learning from these experiences until I die, basically, okay? That is the reframe here. Isn't that much better than thinking like I'm a failure or whatever? Like, even if you haven't achieved anything, you're still learning and you're still um, putting stuff into your brain and hopefully implementing, right? So that's a much better frame, much better worldview and self-view than um, failure. <laughs> So, and I believe that every entrepreneur has this, by the way. So the next limiting belief that I have is I could lose everything. So in, in entrepreneurship, in business, definitely, you could definitely lose everything. But then again, lots of things could happen to you. You could be struck by lightning or picked at random to win a lottery, okay? Good luck with that, by the way, because you're more likely to be struck by lightning, that's for sure. Uh, you're more likely to be struck by lightning uh, on the way to buying a lottery ticket than winning the lottery. So playing the lottery is actually very risky. <laughs> so um, the next person you meet may become your best friend or someone who is trying to take advantage of you in some way. So does this mean you you don't ever want to meet anyone else again, right? So same applies to business. Like the next time you start a business or you go to a business deal you may get sued and they take your like everything you own and it all goes to shit or you may get a client 
that pays you a hundred thousand dollars per year um and you can you know just hire people and expand your business so of course it could go wrong but that's what makes it fun that's what makes business fun that's what's different about the business compared to some job where you just they put you in a little box in a little process and you're just like execute all day right that's what's different about business so I guess another limiting belief is the uh, I don't want to feel alone <laughs> so a lot of entrepreneurs this is quite common they get into business and they feel like they're alone it's just like oh I'm just here and I'm supposed to call someone and get a sale or something and it just feels alone and you don't have a team yet you don't have partners probably etc so there's many solutions to this either you get a job which I definitely don't recommend because that's the easy way out then you play someone else's game or you create your own game your own crew you join a mastermind you join like a circle of people who are working on the same kind of stuff and um, you work together like or you hire someone you don't need a lot of money to hire people you can have a three dollar an hour uh, employee or a two dollar an hour employee you can hire someone for one dollar an hour okay so you're not alone at that point anymore you can boss someone around if you really feel like it <laughs> so this uh, I, I could like I, I feel alone kind of thing I, I can't relate to that because there's a very easy there's very easy solutions that you can also work in a co-working space by the way I don't know if you've noticed but I'm talking about self-development but I'm also talking about real-world implementation here so that's what I also encourage you to do when you're facing these issues I, I don't solve them on the inside okay I solve them by doing shit if I feel alone I go in a co-working space that means I share an office with someone pay like $150 a month to share an office with someone there you go you're not alone so there's solutions to every almost every limiting belief like that so let's talk about some other stuff um, let's talk about the business limiting belief specifically specifically I want to talk about stuff that re entrepreneurs face once they start a business not on the inside but like the actual business stuff uh, so the first one is I cannot raise my prices so you're stuck in this hourly price kind of mindset where you believe that if you work a certain amount of hours you should get paid for those hours and you're worth a certain amount of money right so this is this will kill your entrepreneurship basically this is the opposite of entrepreneurship this is a system developed for jobs and just because you've been taught this and your parents have been taught this and maybe even in, in school or college or whatever you've been taught that you should get paid per hour and everyone you know gets paid per hour doesn't mean this is the best solution okay so what the frame I like here is the um, you're not just your hourly wage you're actually the accumulated knowledge accumulated skill uh, all your creativity all of that is your value not just your hourly wage so how much money would you put in on uh, all the years you spent studying, all the years you spent spent perfecting your craft, all the years you spent consulting clients, learning how to consult clients, or whatever it is you do, all the years you spent learning sales, all the years you spent developing your creativity. How much money would you put on that? Would you put a, a, the value of that at sixteen dollars an hour, twelve dollars an hour, twenty-five dollars an hour, a hundred dollars an hour, five hundred dollars an hour, or would you not try to put an hourly dollar amount on that at all so an entrepreneur they we tend not to do that like why would you put an hourly amount on your time what we're looking to do as entrepreneurs is we're looking to remove 
time from the value that we produce and the value that we get, okay? There's entrepreneurs who work five minutes, they get a million dollars for that, okay? One of my mentors, um, if someone asks him to go to a company and consult for one single day, one single day, he just spends on a company like just consult talking to employees, like work, like helping them um, fix some process or whatever. It's $86,000 for one single day. How much is that per hour? Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm even afraid to even look at how much that is per hour. That's a lot per hour, you know? So does this matter? No. Does he produce the $86,000 times 10 back in value for the company? You're damn right he does because one little change he makes in the company, like a 1% change in a in an eight-figure business will make all that money back like instantly, okay? And just because he's qualified to consult them on those little changes and they're very likely to work, Whatever amount of money he charges, like within reason, like uh, up to seven figures or whatever, it's worth it. Okay, they just write it off as an expense, and they make the money back from the changes he uh, helped to implement in the company. Okay, so why does he charge eighty thousand dollars and not twelve dollars an hour? Okay, because he could charge twelve dollars an hour. He can live on twelve dollars an hour. Okay, he charges eighty-six thousand dollars because he's able to help himself grow better that way. He's able to help other people grow better if he charges more money because they'll take it more seriously and he'll develop himself so he'll be able to expand his awareness and expand his influence, okay? So because his influence is very, very positive, very, very powerful, it's good that his um, influence is expanded because that means all around him in a wide arc, there's going to be a lot of good and a lot of growth and a lot of value being added to people's lives, right? So people who have very valuable skills, who uh, deliver a lot of value in general, they should get paid a lot, okay? And if you have very valuable skills or you're even looking to learn very valuable skills and you're very serious about it, you're actually going to do it, you should get paid a lot, okay? You should get paid a lot as soon as humanly possible. And you should disconnect your time from the money that you're earning because that'll free up your mind and stop you having a competition with clients. So the competition with clients is if they pay you per hour, they want you to work less, right? They want you to work less because then they have to pay you less. And you want to work more and more slowly so you get paid more. That's the competition you have if you get paid per hour. And, and if you raise your prices and if you uh, stop getting paid per hour, then you're on the same team because it's not about the money then, it's about the value, okay? So that's kind of the reframe I like to make in this. Does this make sense to you guys? I haven't read the chat in a, in a, in a few minutes. Um, okay, someone loves me. Uh, that's fantastic. I, I, I guess it's mutual. I don't know you, but I guess it's mutual. Inner game of the entrepreneur. Yes, the title is, I don't know why that changed. Inner game of the entrepreneur. Sorry about that. I don't know what that changed. <laughs> you just kind of reverted. Is it fixed now? Okay, there you go. So, right, that was the stuff I wanted to say about prices, kind of the inner game of prices, <laughs> pricing. Um, the other one that I hear oh so often is there's too much competition. 
so I'm tired of hearing this one, okay? So I, I'm in one of the most competitive markets in the world, period. Like, if you want to see competition, come in this pool. I welcome you. Uh, give it a fucking try. Good luck. Because competition is absolutely killer, killer in this niche, okay? So there is more than 900 million websites, 250 million blogs, and there's 175,000 per day being added, okay, per day. C can you imagine how much that is as a percentage of the human population? That's a lot, right? So there is a lot of entrepreneurs teaching the same things, doing the same things, like offering exactly the same service. And despite all this information, it doesn't make a single shred of difference. And by that, I mean you can still get results. You can still thrive, grow, and outcompete everyone okay it's possible also people who have more experience who are more qualified who have charged more in the past who are 10 years ahead of you uh, happens all the time they get outcompeted by people who are just starting out all the time okay there's enough evidence of this out there that I don't even have to show you um, that's how business works like like right now for example um, private um, space companies, they're taking over the space industry from the government ones, right? It's a slow process, but it's happening and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna keep happening. So they're defunding NASA and their people are funding private companies to do it now. So why is that possible? Even though NASA has like 70 years experience, because it's inefficient, it doesn't really, you know, produce that much in terms of results. And it's not focused, it's not built in a capitalistic way. It's not built in a way like you put in value and get more value in return, okay? So the companies that are taking over right now, they're producing much more value uh, on a long-term basis, of course, than uh, they're taking right now. So you want to create a similar company, I assume. And you want to be a similar type of person as well. So um, many businesses, they don't grow because they try to blend in. So if you're in a big pool of sharks and there's a lot of competition, and you're like, I I I want to be this too. I want to be like a business consultant. I want to offer websites. Um, and you look at all their stuff. You look at their websites. You look at their offers. And you're like, well, I'm going to copy them exactly. So I'm going to offer website for everyone. And I'm going to do everything the same way. And then I'm bound to have success, right? Well, congratulations! You're just you just started competing with all of them, instead of trying to outcompete them. Okay, so why why am I saying this? Because you're trying to blend in, in tr instead of trying to find something that you can do that um, makes you like a whole new player. Like it seems like you're in a whole new industry. Okay, even though the industry exists, you can seem like you're a whole new player. So for example, how do you do this? So you, you get on a call with a potential prospect and they're like, we want a website, what's your price? That's what they tell you, you know, what's your price? So you can do a few things here. You can start playing that game. You could be like, well, uh, it's between 1000 and $2,000. Well, we can get someone to do that for 200. Why the fuck should we even talk to you even more? Done, right? You're starting to compete on price. However, if you're in a business and you get on a call with a prospect, and you don't talk about prices because the price for what? 
the price for what clients when they buy stuff they're not experts in that area otherwise they would need to buy it you understand if you know how to do something if you know how to get a product yourself you would need to pay another company to do it for you right so they don't they ask you for the price of something they don't understand they ask you for the price of something they may not even need so what if you switch the way you operate what if you switch to actually having a conversation with them finding out what they actually need who they are what they value and then offering them what they value what they need and uh, not just what they desire but what I actually need in a real world that will get the results and you prove to them that yes you are the expert and you're the only person who talks to them that way because everyone else says we do this for everyone we're super awesome please hire us we'll give you a discount and you're well I'll talk to you personally as a human fucking being I'll listen to you I'll give you exactly what you need in the real world that'll get you results I'm not trying to trick you I am an expert I am qualified and oh yeah of course there's a price and it's much higher than anyone else is charging but guess what what I'm offering actually will give you exactly what you need and no one else can do that and this can be completely true because most businesses in that pool in that marketplace they're doing exactly the opposite they're trying to just uh, compete on price talk about price from the first moment and try to you know like compete with each other and like outperform each other all that kind of stuff so you can get out of that with good marketing and good sales skills that is why I always talk about marketing and sales skills because that's the stuff that really gets you a lot more results okay you may even offer a very similar service okay but the feeling that the clients get and the results that the clients get are going to be completely different from like uh, the cookie cutter provider of whatever it is you offer okay does it make sense guys so the next business limiting belief is the uh, I don't have enough credentials so I don't have enough credentials so there is a there are places where credentials are a must okay so some some jobs you know like careers or whatever like doctors lawyers chemists you know if you're a chemist you don't have credentials uh, I don't know what's gonna happen you're gonna blow stuff up or whatever it doesn't work so engineers you know architects you don't want to build a building that falls over so the reason why there's credentials there is because it's built upon thousands of years or hundreds of years of knowledge and you know you need to fit it yourself into that system okay it's very important that you fit yourself into that system because if you try to uh, invent everything by yourself like how to be a doctor you're going to have to have a lot of time <laughs> you don't have a few thousand years to develop everything from scratch so you need to get into that system and cut the learning curve but but doctors engineers lawyers all that stuff is really old knowledge like old systems in most businesses in all, most industries you do not need these kinds of credentials like if you're a business consultant and you consult people according to how what you learn in university you're going to be very 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 limited in what you can offer because that stuff is not based on what works right now it's just based on theory that generally works especially for bigger companies okay so there's a very big difference between like these uh, law, lawyer doctor chemist type uh, professions or you know like uh, industries then um, then if you offer something that is more uh, of an art than a 
like a science okay so that's why most business gurus and uh, advisors and coaches they recommend to you to get into something that's brand new so for example are they going to teach you Instagram or WhatsApp marketing in college no of course they're not going to do that of course and if they do they don't know what they're talking about anyway that's because it's not a science yet it's just being developed as we're speaking it's changing it's like ever evolving so you want to get into it when it's still like an art not when it's a science when it's a science it's become a commodity doctors are a commodity basically lawyers generally speaking you know I'm generally speaking of course there's entrepreneur doctors and stuff like that lawyers are generally a commodity accountants they're generally a commodity uh, chemists they're generally a commodity or their skills I mean that's a commodity so you, I, I don't recommend getting into those I recommend getting into something where you can innovate very easily and very early without having to study for 12 years <laughs> unless you're very much into science then I don't want to discourage you from getting into science then please go ahead and study sciences so the credential stuff you can learn things um, from books and that's great and classroom that's great but the experience in the real world that's what really matters if you get into the right thing so business consulting sales for example marketing etc the real world experience makes all the difference you can never learn that in books etc that is what a lot of people are trying to do right now they're trying to learn it all from books ultimately you need to spend 20 percent learning 80 percent implementing okay and eventually even more i spend 15% maybe 10% learning and rest implementing okay and I'm leveraging that with by hiring people by partnering up with people so I'm multiplying my efforts and I'm multiplying my uh, massive amount of implementation so the next business limiting belief is as I don't have enough resources so now, this is very common and people are like stopping themselves from getting into business in the first place just from the belief that they don't have enough resources they don't know what kind of resources are necessary they know how much of the resources necessary they don't know even what a resource is in some cases but they just heard on TV that companies need all these resources maybe money or whatever to get started all right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.